Zach and Lindsay joined by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English. Judge, it's good to see you. How are you? Good morning, Zach. It's good to be back in the studio. Yes, sir. It's been uh, we've talked a ton over the last year, but haven't seen each other much. So it's yeah. good to have you back. I haven't had breakfast with cousin Al in a long time either, but we're gonna go celebrate his birthday. Yesterday. Sure, sure. That's a big deal. You gotta celebrate. <laughs> Y'all going to the normal spot? <laughs> All this is what yeah. 45, 46? 72. 72. You look fantastic. Oh, I you look told great. That on the air, Al, just saying. <laughs> well, uh, all, right, all right, Judge, take us through uh, Take us through last night's Lee County Commission meeting. Uh, about a half an hour. I had predicted it, it'd be longer than that. Okay. A couple of the items that were on our agenda uh, were not ready to be on the agenda, and so we struck through a couple of them, and that helped. But, uh, you know, the first thing up is we recognize National FFA Week. Uh, teacher and assistant principal from Borgard High School brought three of the FFA students and we did a proclamation uh, recognizing National FFA Week is, is pretty neat. What does FFA stand for? Future Farmers of America. Okay. Yeah, that's a, used to be a huge program and I'm glad to see young folks still interested in going into agriculture. Absolutely. I, I told them that last night. It's important. It's important for sure. It used to involve a large part of our population. Mm -hmm. It's Smaller and smaller group. Uh, Rita Smith, EMA director, announced a ceremony that we will have commemorating the Borgard tornadoes. Right. Uh, ceremony will be at noon on March 3rd. Right. The square out in front of the courthouse. So it's uh, It's crazy that it's been two, two years. years. Two years. Yes. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. That's, uh, I think they're also going to do something later that day in Smith Station. Sure. On uh, Courthouse Square, and they're going to read the names of the 23 people who... Who lost their lives. In no, I think it's a great thing that that is being done. Absolutely. Uh, and Ms. Smith was up for retention whenever we hire new employees. They come with a certain probationary period. Typical. I mean, I hired two recently, and their probation is six months. But okay. when it's a upper-level position, it's a year's probation. Okay. Rita was appointed as director almost a year ago, and she was due to either be retained or extended probation or, or dismissed, and commission unanimously voted to keep her, uh, gave her a 10% raise. So cool. Good for her. Yeah, there was some, some nice things said. Uh, the appraisal department uh, has been under the authority of the county commission, and uh, Mr. Rendeman and Ms. Price have come with a proposal to, to place that under Ms. Price's management. Okay. Uh, instead of the commissions. Uh, it's done this way in most counties, I think all but one or two, and we're, we're one of the few that had it up under the commission. The commission has some responsibility under the code to oversee that process. But, right. Uh, the day-to-day -day management's going to shift from Mr. Runneman to Ms. Price. Okay. There wasn't much contention there. Roger brought us a pretty neat little proposal. Uh, it's, it's about trying to recognize employees advancing uh, without necessarily a change in job or a change in pay grade. Well, it w I guess it would be a pay grade change. But, you know, when I hire a clerk, I, I tell them in the interview or else in the orientation, there there's only three levels here, mm -hmm. myself, my chief clerk, and everybody else. And so if you're coming in looking to move up, then there's not a lot of room for that in the jobs that we have. And sure. so, 
You know, we're blessed. A lot of our employees stay a long time. I just had two retire after 25 years. Uh, and and there are some pay raises. There's there's cost of living adjustments periodically. There's some years there's merit raises, but this is kind of going to add a layer to that. It's going to create instead of just a clerk position, there could be a clerk one and a clerk two. Okay. And there's certain requirements. They have to have been with us for a certain amount of time. They have to have shown initiative. They have to have been good at what they do. Right. It's not an automatic, uh, but it does give them a chance for a little advancement and a little increase in salary. So cool. Okay. I think that makes sense. It's a good concept. Yeah. And hats off to Roger Renneman for kind of coming up with that and put it in front of us. How big of a undertaking is that as far as you know, spreading that throughout all the, the county Positions. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of um, there'd be a lot of defining of terms and logistics and things like that. Well, there will. And for instance, they have to have been with us for a certain period of time, several years. Sure. So not everybody's going to be eligible. But I think total, we're I think we're close to 450 employees now, which <laughs> which is a pretty big 480. Excuse me. Okay. Positions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a good feel for how many would be eligible for this. Yeah. And in some offices, uh, sheriff's office, for instance, there are a number of different steps or possibilities for promotion. Mm -hmm. And so some of the employees have been recognized. I think Ms. Price has four or five levels of okay. supervisor uh, in her department. So in some areas, there is room to move up. Right. Uh, Highway department, I think, probably has some, certainly more than we do, but not maybe as many as the sheriff's office. Mm -hmm. I think each of us, and what we're called as appointing authorities, if you have hiring responsibility, then you are an appointing authority, and each of them will kind of have to decide for themselves, do I have employees that might meet these criteria? So it's a, it's a nice way to recognize employees and, and we're going to stress this isn't automatic. Mm -hmm. You've got to go above and beyond to get to this. Absolutely. This is not, I've been here X months, so I'm entitled. Right. Not that way it, at all. Sure. It's something aspirational. Yes. Okay. Something to work toward We're, and then feel like you've accomplished. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English. We continue our conversation next right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, we are joined in studio by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English. As we recap last night's Lee County Commission meeting, Judge, what else was discussed last night that we need to uh, get to this morning? Well, Zach, we, we kind of reappointed or appointed, if you will, the Lee County Planning Commission. Uh, I don't, I think this might have been before your time, but back in 07, 08, 09, we, we had a planning commission. It kind of created a master plan, but. Okay. Its authority is somewhat limited unless the citizens choose to apply that authority to themselves. And the quarry coming into Beulah has gotten the Beulah residents motivated, and they've organized a petition and gotten enough signatures. So we'll have a special election on May 18th in that one polling place only mm -hmm. uh, to see whether or not planning and, and zoning authority of the county commission will apply there. Uh, part of that process means it will have to go through the planning commission, and most of those members have, I mean, they, they were still in office because they hadn't been replaced, but I think we wound up with four previous of the 11 uh, agreed to serve. Uh, 
my appointment from before has agreed to stay on. That's Kevin Flanagan. Sure. So you'll know. Right. Uh, Kevin enjoyed it and said he'd love to stay on. So we're going to have to have them hit the ground running pretty good here to try to have everything in place in a timely manner. Uh, Commissioner Doug Cannon appointed Murray Neighbors and Tom Kelly. Commissioner Sarah Brown appointed Ross Morris and Joe Stokes. Commissioner Gary Long, both of his appointees agreed to stay, Jason Flowers and Adam Littleton. Uh, Commissioner Ham appointed Will Neighbors and Danielle Rich. Commissioner Grant appointed Christine Berry Bradshaw and another name to come soon. Okay. So they'll, uh, I can't tell you today when their first meeting will be, but it'll be pretty quick. Sure. That's great. Yeah, Kevin Flanagan sent me a text. He's on the way to the studio right now. So I, that, that's cool. What? Props to a very solid appointment by you. Yeah, well, <laughs> Kevin's a good guy, and I think everybody thinks so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything else from last night, Judge, that we need to touch on? Uh, yes, sir. We appointed Commissioner Sarah Brown to the Board of Directors of the Lee Russell Council of Governments. Okay. It's a seat formerly held by Commissioner Johnny Lawrence. Right. Uh, we appointed Commissioner Doug Cannon to a seat on the Auburn University Airport Advisory Board, also a seat formerly held by Commissioner Johnny Lawrence. Uh, we had a first look at some plans for a centralized, uh, a highway department, central facility, I guess the best way to call it. Some of their stuff is pretty scattered right now. There are certain camps out in the county. There's a maintenance shop here. There's an office over there. And so we've got some architectural proposals to, to try to combine it all on some Real estate we purchased, ooh, I'm going to tell you, six, seven, eight years ago. Okay. Something like that. No action was taken by the commission, just kind of a, a good look. A couple of subdivisions, as we always did. And, you know, here, here's an interesting thing that, at least it was to me, it may not be to most of your listeners, but we awarded one of our annual bids last night. Okay. For striping and highway markers, you know, the, the yellow paint. And That's the, important, yeah. And the little reflectors and all. And the annual bid for Lee County was $319,000. Okay. A lot of folks just don't appreciate the scale of, of some of what we do. And I think that covers 153 miles of roadway in Lee County. We, we try to refresh that, renew that every three, four years because uh, it will wear. How, how long will it take for them to cover all of that, that mileage? Well, I think they work. They don't. They won't start and do a whole 153 miles because they do a lot of other work as well. Sure. So, so they'll work certain regions. I would say that probably six to nine months to get all of this done. Sure. Based on scheduling and, of course, weather is a big factor. On yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. When it's raining a lot, like it has the last they, few they, weeks. They don't the, pay much. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense. We're joined this morning by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English. We will continue our conversation next. Let's take a look at your weather. And this weather is brought to you by Arbor Springs Health and Rehab Center, bridging the gap from hospital to home. Sunny skies today with highs reaching 70 degrees tonight. Clear skies with temperatures dropping to 43. And tomorrow, your Wednesday weather. Sunny, high of 72. And tomorrow night... Mostly clear skies with temperatures dropping to 47 degrees. It's currently 40 and sunny in Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County. We continue our conversation with Lee County Probate Judge Bill English next, right here on Auburn, Opelika this morning. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn, Opelika this morning. 
Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby. We are joined in studio by Lee County Probate Judge Bill English. Sounds like we've all but wrapped up last night's commission meeting. Um, Judge, give us an update as far as you know where things stand throughout the county in regards to, to COVID and vaccinations. It seems like things are trending in the right direction here. Yes, sir. Uh, fortunately for us, most folks are doing the right thing. Uh, we we still requiring masks. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, one customer at a time, and employees when they're working among themselves with no customers, I kind of let them have that decision about the mask. But if there's customers, there's masks, and some of the customers aren't happy with it. I had I had one. You know, customer, I don't want my girls to fuss with them. They'll explain it to them. If a customer refuses, then they come get either myself or my chief clerk, Becky Freeman, and we explain it to them. And this one gentleman just refused to wear his mask and told me he had a constitutional right. And I said, well, yes, sir. But I said, you know, in our office, this is our policy. And if you want to do business, then you're going to have to wear the mask. You can't make me wear a mask. And I said, yes, sir, you're absolutely right. Have a good day. And I turned to walk off, and he says, well, what about my license? I said, well, you can't make me sell your license, so <laughs> it's up to you. If you want to wear your mask and get your license, great. If you choose not to, that's that's your decision. Sure. He put it on, and, you know, we got through. But, you know, we have constitutional rights. Uh, I have a constitutional right not to wear a seatbelt. I may get a ticket. I may lose my life, but, you know, you, there's a constitutional right to be stupid. But, I mean, if I want to walk down the street with no clothes on, I can. I'm probably going to get arrested. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's just common sense. And more importantly, it's common sense to protect yourself and others. You know, if one of us is wearing a mask, we're both a little protected. If we're both wearing a mask, we're both better protected. And, and I just, I guess I don't understand why so many folks want to make a political statement out of it. And that's what most of of the people who don't want to wear a mask, it's it's a political statement, really, that mm-hmm. they're making. Mm-hmm. I know they don't like them. They're uncomfortable. They're hot. I, I get that they're inconvenient. But, you know, if if we can help save lives in this community by wearing a mask, just buckle up and wear a mask, you know? Sure. Or, or stay by yourself, because I don't wear it when I'm by myself. Right. I don't know. It just... As far as vaccinations, Judge, I mean, it, it seems like the local clinics set up by EAMC and and the cities and the county, it seems like they've all done, it, it's, what, they passed 30,000, I think, yesterday? You know, I saw an article that described it as a well-oiled machine, and when I went, I've been through my first one, and there was just, it was a breeze. There mm-hmm. was just no downside. Right. Walk in, step up, ID, wait a minute, get your shot, sit for 15 minutes and walk out. Yeah. I'm getting my other one this week, and it's kind of like, you know, you can't make me get a vaccination. Well, that's right, but, you know, you can't cure stupid either. So. I, I, that, that second shot, it seems like it's um, it's hitting some people harder than the first one did. Are you, are you hearing the same thing? I am hearing that. I'm, in t- I'm going on Friday. and That's like, look at the weekend know, to kind of recover if it, if it hits you a little bit. It's worth it. Yeah. If it keeps you. I mean, at my age, if I get this virus, I'm afraid it could be pretty tough on me. Yeah. You know, and 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 I know he would appreciate being used in this way, but you know, Commissioner Johnny Lawrence woke us all up early. Yeah. And I think a lot of us have done a lot more by what he went through and died from it. Yeah. 
it, it kind of drove the point home how serious it is. And, and Johnny would, was always a teacher at heart. He taught emergency medicine for a long time, and he would like to know his example helped others. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. That's the kind of guy he was. There's no question about it. Um, you, you mentioned last segment, Judge, the, the special election coming up on the 18th. 18th of May. So uh, give us just a quick summary, and we don't have a whole lot of time left, but uh, just a, a quick summary of what exactly um, you know, the, the select voters that, that live in Beulah, w- what they're voting on. It, it won't even be most of the voters in Beulah, Zach. It will be the voters who vote at the Pine Grove Church on U.S. 29 North. That's the only polling place involved. That's the only citizens that can vote. It's the only people it would apply to, and it would be whether or not the Lee County Planning Commission and Lee County Commission can exert any zoning authority, uh, if you will. A lot of unanswered questions still about what that would look like. We're getting covered up with questions. We don't have all those answers yet. But and so the thought process is, okay, then they have act, they have the authority to make zoning changes to this, and then they'll make an adjustment where a, a quarry can't be located there? No, sir. No? no okay. Not necessarily. Uh, first off, we don't have any zoning anywhere in the county. Uh, this would be the first, and the way the bill was written, it has to be citizen-driven. It's not put in place by us. It's put in place at their request, and that's what this election is, is to see whether they want this or not. Uh, any current use of land would be grandfathered, mm-hmm. so so there's a lot of timing yet to go with, with all these issues. Sure. Judge, good to see you in the studio again. Thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll chat again soon. Thank you, Zach. Good to see you. Good to see you as well, Judge. Inform the public. Absolutely. Hour number two is in the book. Stay tuned. Our final hour together on this Tuesday. Coming up right here on Auburn O'Blaga this morning. Turling Tourism Tuesday. Ten minutes, people.